How's it going? It's going. It's busy. <laughs> yeah. Was uh, nice. chatting with Harry, South Korea. Oh, yeah. Golfing. Drinking whiskey. You were golfing or he was golfing? He is. Or was. Is now. I don't know what time it is there. Right, right. Yeah, that's cool. It's crazy. I was just, I don't know, so weird how, like, you, like, knew him as a kid and then, like, technology wasn't quite there yet, so you couldn't chat. And then, like, all of a sudden technology's back and then you're just like, yo, what's up? Yep. Yeah, that's so cool. What's he up to? What's what's he do? Like he's in like business or something. I I honestly don't understand like the like the whole culture and like how because like stuff just like works differently in those areas. Right. But uh, yeah, no, he's doing good. He says hi to everybody. He misses us. Still trying to make it out to Canada. I'm still trying to make it out to South Korea for nice. the past twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> Someday. Yeah. Exactly. Someday you'll get there. It's like the the, the, yeah. the promise to hang out with a friend. Oh yeah, you want to hang out? Yeah, man, definitely. Let's do it. And then you know. definitely, definitely. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, hundred percent. What what's it like? What, what are you busy in the next six months? Oh yeah, I am. So we'll just catch up later. Okay, cool. Sounds good. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so Saskatchewan doesn't do daylight savings, which is smart. Awesome. Dumb. But it sucks because it's like reverse um, herd immunity. <laughs> What, what do you mean? Because like everybody else does it, so we and because we don't do it, which is like the proper, like, the better way, but it still sucks because everybody else does it. So like all my stuff gets screwed anyway. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, I guess especially especially because you're probably doing a lot of calls between provinces. Yeah, I got I got people in like one time zone, and and the weirdest thing is like Saskatoon, like like there's there's a time zone that isn't like CST is is a is a time zone I'm considered in. But it's not the correct time, um, so I have to look up like Regina time zone, which is like a subset of a CST one, because we're like we're in that weird hour gap or something mm. like that. So it's really right. weird. But yeah, it is weird. Yeah, no, I. I don't know. More people got to do it, make it happen. I know. I don't know. Like even, like it seems like it's such a pain in the ass for like what you get out of it, you know. Yeah, I've heard there's like a huge amount of lost um, productive hours because so many people screw up every year. Like people just like show up for work late or don't show up or show up early. Or even just like, like um, sleep schedules. Every year, you know? So many people. Oh, yes, totally. It was so hard to get up like the few days afterwards. Yeah. And even today is kind of hard to get up. I think we'll see a huge. Um change of all that kind of stuff because like mental health is becoming more and more of like a big topic and stuff which is really good and so i'm thinking mm-hmm. that people will be like hey this is just a stupid thing like mentally you know like why are we doing this we don't farm anymore you know Hmm. well we do but right. <laughs> we don't we don't like okay i don't farm it i never farmed <laughs> i think um yeah what was it? i guess the reason was originally to get them most out of the i don't know whatever. i think that's what whatever originally... it is it's not relevant yeah. not relevant to today's society or i don't know if it was i think it was like debatable whether it was even relevant at the time yeah i'm sure like somebody but definitely not now. yeah no i it, i think it was like before technology obviously could give you like lights 24 7 and like all that kind of crap and it's just like gotta use the gotta min max the day right 
Yeah, it was more economical. Yeah. So, anything crazy going on? Um, nothing crazy. Um, reading lots. Yeah, kind of books. Reading yeah. or listening? You obviously read, uh, but you're listening, right? Uh, actually both. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I've been listening to Moby Dick, trying to get through it. It's um, it's cool. Is it a battle it's to like, get through? <laughs> it's a bit of a battle to get through. It's a lot of information about whales that is <laughs> probably outdated, but <laughs> it's like, that's hilarious. I don't know. There's like really like there's not actually that much story. It's like a lot of it is just talking about whales. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like pretty long book to just be talking about whales. But some dude just loved so, loved uh, whales so much, and he just like had this side plot just alongside of it. Yeah, pretty much. Honestly, like. The majority of the story is just talking about there's a whole chapter that's like 20 minutes long just talking about the whiteness of the whale <laughs> i like could of this, not read of, that of moby dick the one whale it's that's... 20 minutes long jeez uh, in the audiobook that's like oh. but it's it's really called like the chapter is called the whiteness of the whale and it's the whole thing is just talking about how like the philosophy of like black and white and how like white can be like good and it can also be bad and how it can be like it's 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 crazy oh my God. and there's so many things like that every chapter is like that it's just like this huge explanation of and like all the philosophical ramifications of some simple aspect of a whale <laughs> that sounds uh yeah i i could not read a... that like, yeah it's a bit of a slow burn <laughs> that's like a dark tower series it starts off kind of good and then like it's just like like there's chapters on chapters of like the script describing like one aspect of a scene just like oh my god right. like move on already yeah um but the the book i'm reading like in not audiobook form is it's called the three body problem i don't know if you've ever heard of it it's a like a science fiction book but it's it's written by this really famous science fiction author in china but it's just been it was translated like i don't know 10 years ago or something or less than that actually i think but um it's like china's most uh most famous science fiction writer um and it's really good wow i actually just like just finished it like seconds before we started oh really yeah it's kind of reading your down really really cool Cool. Yeah, I don't know. It's like there's not really any like TV I want to watch right now. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of reading instead. I'm like so close to finishing Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> oh yeah. And then after, Catherine was just watching like watching the last episode and crying her eyes out. Oh no! Don't don't spoil anything. <laughs> and then uh, after that, I think I'm gonna start Parks and Rec. I haven't seen that. Oh yeah, that's great. It's on I, Netflix I've, now. I've watched all that. Um. Yeah, no, it's not a it's no spoilers because she cries in every episode. But, <laughs> um, this one especially, I think. I, I feel like the heart, like most heartless person. I watch it because, like, at this point, even like when I started, I was like, I just need to get through it. So I just put it all in like one and a half times mm -hmm. speed. Like I'm just and I'm just like whooping through it. Like I'll even like skip like certain parts if I know they're having like an emotional scene. I'm just like just read the subtitles like by clicking it because it only skips like in five seconds, which is like one <laughs> sentence essentially. So at this yeah. point, I'm just. I'm just like, just just get it out of here so I can do things that are more productive. 
like watch Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did that with the with the newest uh, Justice League that just came out. Oh, Zack Schneider cut. Huh. Um, he just like re-edited it, it like to be his initial ver- vision before giving it to Joss Whedon. Uh, hmm. And so it's like they did a bunch of reshoots, put like a shit ton more money and and effort into it. Yeah. Um, and like I guess it was originally it was like four hours, and Joss Whedon cut it down to two hours. Damn. So. This version is four hours. <laughs> Holy shit! And uh, I never saw the original one, but apparently this is way better, and uh, it's good. But I still like skipped like crazy because it's yeah. four hours, and there's a lot of like very like you know in superhero movies how like they just kind of talk slow to be like all serious sometimes, yeah, yeah. and like try to like Pants because they're trying to be like so like yeah exactly. I can just skip through all that shit and end up <laughs> being more like an hour and a half. <laughs> No, it's a. I I can't tell if like the the fast forward button on Netflix, like putting the times on it, is a good thing or a terrible thing. Because like, on one half you just get through so much more. On the other half, you just get through so much more. So it's like. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It almost like I I feel like it feeds into your anxiety because you're yeah. just consuming so much media so quickly. Well, it's like too. It's it's so much and like not enough time for your brain to like let it sit and and linger for you to think about it much well and like i think also there's so like my counselor and all that kind of stuff is um and we might have talked about this too was saying like when you go into like a movie and you get like really emotional or whatever what's happening is like your subconscious is kind of like you're like almost putting yourself like in that right sort of thing yeah you're getting hypnotized yeah pretty much and so like if you if you do this like you're just no longer like needing to experience that so I can tell like all the movie people that make it directors and stuff, they hate it because it's, you're now watching it in the way they didn't intend it. That makes sense. Um, but I wonder if it's going to have like bigger consequences down the road, you know, for like, like, Hey, you should probably actually, you know, take your time doing some stuff. Cause like, it's probably not good for you to just murder oh, blast or dude, all that kind of stuff. Definitely. You know? Definitely. I, it also kind of ruins the media. Like you can't get the full effect of a movie if you watch that way like the death of cinematography you know like i mean you have these the film of like something some like um landscape being unveiled and and you just scale and and like art like the artsy long form um shots Mm -hmm. are just being like skip 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 get me to the dialogue yeah (laughs) oh this dialogue i don't care about this skip 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 let's get to yeah exactly um, and like you're and watching like an action totally... movie, so you're just like skipping rate. Like you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it totally ruins it. I mean, it's it does. Um, and for really good stuff, I I won't do that. Yeah. Justice League uh, yeah. is I... mindless, so it's already mindless, pretty much. So I'm just like, well, same with Grey's Anatomy, wanna... right? It's just like at this what point, happens? it's right. just a war of attrition. Like you know, <laughs> I just <laughs> yeah. I just want to put it to bed forever and never watch it ever again you know right but like thank god that like i i didn't have that capability when i was watching um breaking bad or oh, something man. like like could you imagine just like oh uh, this episode's kind of slow skip skip, skip like yeah. skipping through breaking bad it, it would just completely demolish the show and what made it so great was that it took its time yeah. and it, you know like that pacing even with better call um, Saul, like like that tv show was such a slow burner you know just nothing happens for like four seasons <laughs> yeah and then and then like nothing ever really happens like i think they're on their last season now but 
the ending just <laughs> almost tells you like oh this is where it's gonna happen and then it just never does it's just like a it's just like a, the world's biggest <laughs> cuck is just watching that show <laughs> yeah usually usually slow burns have have the best payoff but um well like breaking bad yeah like game of thrones um, or i don't know there's there's lots of shows like well yeah <laughs> you know what it wasn't Game of Thrones wasn't really that slow of a burn, though. It was pretty, like, action-packed for, yeah. for the whole thing. I guess there was definitely some slow it, parts. But... I think the slowest part was just, um, like, I think it felt slow to a lot of people because you're having to, like, learn everything. Like, you're trying to be like, oh, my God, this is going so fast. I need to slow it down. And, like, that's, like, it took me so long to get into it. I watched probably the first episode probably 18 times because I was just like, okay, let's give this a shot again. And it's like, oh, my God, it feels like I'm doing a math problem in my head trying to keep track of all these family members and stuff. Right. But I know like that's the, it's one of the main problems with book to TV or book to movie adaptations is that um, TV and movies are faster than the book. And so like with books, you get a scale uh, and level of detail that you don't get in movies yeah. because it takes you longer. You actually feel the passage of time a little bit better, more accurately. <clears throat> Whereas in a movie, you can just jump. It jumps around day to day much mm -hmm. faster. And so character development seems to be much more difficult to do well in tv and movies yeah that's why like a lot of people will be like oh well the book's better it's like it's always better when it comes to anything that has to do with character development because yeah and i think also you can get into people's heads and yeah. books and you can and it's yours um, it's, and you're you can basically know somebody telling your own story. you can know somebody over a long time yeah story. yeah and, and just like like i know that sometimes i'll read a book and then a movie will come out and be like fuck that guy looks nothing like i thought he would screw this movie you know yeah and so you right. kind of have like this, this, your own movie playing in your head. You kind of put your own context and you don't have the tone and the voice to tell you what you're supposed to be feeling, right? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the time, like, I don't know if you get this, but a lot of the time movies will come out um, and they won't be very good, but they're based on like really amazing books. And it makes me not want to read the book. Has that ever happened to you? I mean, like, honestly, I'm not much of a book, like a fiction book person to begin with. Um, and so right, right, right. I like, I haven't really read too many books that I've had that happen. Um, shamefully, like probably the only one has, has been Twilight. but Right. Well, right. But I mean, I mean like books that you haven't read yet. So like, oh, okay. like for instance, I'd like to read Ender's Game. It's supposed to be like one of the greatest sci-fi books of all time. Mm hmm the movie was kind of shit i never even saw it i just know that it was shit so why wouldn't um, you want to read the book <laughs> and so i i still am and i'm like I, but it's it's a bit of like a mental gymnastics to try to like force you because you know that there's there's a movie that's like easy access to the story oh i um, see i see but it's not good i see yeah so you, so you don't want to like you're getting your hopes up that the book is going to be really good but you really don't want to be let down essentially uh, sort of i don't know i i don't know what it is it's like it's like it's like there is this form of there's the story of ender's game in my head but that i don't know because i've never read or seen the movie mm -hmm. okay I <laughs> but see. uh it's I almost see. like the movie and the book are like are like both part of this this thing in my head i and think i, I think the fact I that the movie saying. was bad it almost it it it, it ruins the reputation of the book yeah yeah i think i think <laughs> it's I like see that. is the book really good if it didn't adapt to screen maybe it's not very good <laughs> it's like that's funny you're, maybe, you're overthinking it was good it. at just the time the fucking thing. <laughs> yeah i know yeah i just gotta read the book. 
Yeah, I'll I'll listen to it on Audible probably. Did we uh speak last time about the books I'm reading with Deep Work, or no? Or is that maybe on the weekend? Yes, briefly. Yeah, man, did, yeah. that book is like scaring me. Like, <laughs> it's it's so uh, it's like the biggest piece of humble pie ever. It goes into like how, <laughs> like even before I was talking to you and I was like, man, I think like I might have like some level of like ADHD, like da da da. I just can't seem to focus or whatever. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then the book just goes into like, just goes in on like technology these days. And it's just like, there's probably a large subset of people who have permanently ruined their ability to like focus on things because of like technology. And I was just like, great. And so I was like reading and I was like, it's like, if you ever like get a ping and you look at your phone, like you're ruining that, that like neuron that like, that essentially, you know, so just, I was like, oh God, like this. So I'm pretty sure that's what happened with me. I don't have any kind of like ADHD probably, or maybe some aspect of it, I'm sure. But um, I think everybody's probably on a scale of some sort. But uh, I think what's largely probably happening is like, you know, I got four goddamn monitors. And like, as soon as I have any drop in like um, time, like if I have to wait for something to compile or something, I'm just boom, on to the next task, like multitasking. And it's like, that's useless. Like if you split 105 ways, you know, they, they you only get 20. So you're not putting 100% of effort into any of those five tasks. You're just kind of doing five things really shitty. And that's been like something I've been keeping like super conscious of the past week. And it's kind of like changed a lot of things for me, honestly. Yeah. I think um, one thing is is you can undo that. Yeah, I think um, so too. I think we're just in a world that's constantly <laughs> making that very difficult to to undo mm-hmm. um and technology is just it's it's so strong it's so fast and it's so necessary and such a big part of our lives that we don't have to wait for anything ever nothing and the fact that we have to wait you just usually pay more and it comes faster anyway yeah internet speeds and all that kind of stuff yeah true um yeah i think phones are definitely like one of the main sources of that um I think probably the best, like, what I, I, yesterday I, I went for a walk, um, as I was going a little stir crazy from being all indoors for yeah. way too long. I feel um, that. and <clears throat> I decided not to bring my headphones mm-hmm. just to walk around. The, uh, I live by a little river here. So just to nice. like do the, do the 10, 15 minute loop just without headphones. And, um, it was very enjoyable. And I think like, like mindfulness is also a good, uh, kind of um, treatment mm-hmm. um, and people are doing these like detox weekends things where they like go they go in into the woods and um, don't have any technology well that's what the book says about like how Bill Gates will do his think weeks or like um, authors of like famous books will like go to a cabin and like to the point where like some of them will just use typewriters they don't want any technology right yeah it definitely ruins your stream of yeah i guess well deep work that's probably the whole point of that book is that it just ruins your productivity yeah um exactly and i have noticed in i've noticed on a lot of people and, and i didn't really notice it as much when i was living in bc but i think my family's a little bit different than i think so a lot of families in that uh most people nowadays they'll they'll be on their phone while they're watching something oh yeah dude it's like... um and uh, like that was new to me when I came to Guelph. and I noticed I'm, I do that 
now, especially especially if I'm watching something that I don't care about. But a lot of people will do it while they're watching something that they care about. Mm-hmm. Um, which is amazing to me. Like, that's... see, it's amazing to me if the fact that they can take all of it in, like that would be really cool. Yeah, but I, I don't, don't think, think anybody that's can, the though. case. Yeah, I think it's that yeah, that same thing so. where you're taking 100%, you're dividing it, and now you're putting 20% here and there, right? And I can't do that. Even if I'm watching something that... Because, like, for me, whenever I'm doing something, like, I want to do it. So, if, like, if I'm watching Grey's Anatomy, I'm making the decision, okay, I want to watch this right now. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, like, if my cousin wants to talk to me, I'll pause it. Like, I can't, I can't like, do that. Or if I'm even Snapchatting, I'll, like, pause it, chat, back to it, right? Like, I'm, I'm like, on a mission, like, okay, I can only do this one thing. Um, but, mm-hmm. like, for example, my cousin, he'll be... He'll watch um netflix it'll be going then he'll be listening to music on his phone and then scrolling through facebook so it's like he's got three different <laughs> medias just like boom like yeah. it's like holy crap yeah i think that's probably really bad for you but i don't know maybe i think because it's, new... it's like it's dopamine isn't it like that's the same kind of receptor that's firing like whenever you get that like like whenever you're going through Reddit, and you find something. That's your reward. You're like, yes, I found an article that, or I found a picture that made me laugh, or a, you know, like that. That same thing is like that's what it's all about. And when you're when you're like watching Family Guy in the background, and then you're on Reddit, like Family Guy's a joke. Okay, you laugh. Perfect. You're back to Reddit until the next laugh. You're basically just like, like, oh wait, what yeah. did I just hear? Okay, let's go back rewatch that. Oh, that's funny. Okay, and then back to the doom scroll. And you know, it's just like, yeah, I think actually, so, so what's there's been a, a sort of change of paradigm with in neuroscience um, in the last. It's actually been for a while now, but the dopamine isn't necessarily the reward chemical that we've always thought of it. It's more of a a learning chemical. It's a it reinforces the things that deliver reward. So um, I see that. Yeah, like the idea so of getting the reward so, is more powerful than the actual reward itself. So, yeah. So. So with scrolling, for instance, it's, it's not that you like the content or it, like what your brain is, has done is that every time you get a good piece of content, it's the the action that got you that content is what's reinforced. Mm-hmm. So so it's this you you become addicted to the scrolling, you become addicted to using Reddit and using Facebook and listening and searching for music. And like you're not actually in, to the point where you're addicted to all of these Things, all of these inputs into your head, but you're not actually enjoying any of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think what ends up happening is you, you end up not actually, and it just like drugs, um, where like they hijack the dopamine system and reinforce to the point where like you're not actually enjoying any of it, but you are so addicted. Your brain has been so programmed and remember remembers how to get those things and is addicted to the actual acts, not to the nest, yeah. not to the, the thing itself. And, that, and that's totally so it's like, like, like it has nothing to do with. It has nothing to do with how much you like the thing. It just has to do with with the actions it takes to get the thing. And that's what your body becomes addicted to. Yeah, and it, it, it's so obvious when even you, like, if you read Reddit one day and you go hard and then, like, you come back, like, a couple hours later and you're just seeing the same things, but you still scroll anyway. You're just yeah. like, oh, yeah. you're scrolling. Okay, close it. Or, two minutes yeah, later, dude, the number, of times, the number of times you you finish a reddit sesh yeah. <laughs> to like and then and then all of a sudden you like you know you get distracted you have to check an email or something and then and then uh, Back to reddit. Out, out, yeah exactly you're like oh i'm out of things to do on reddit and then you exit and then you go let's see what's on reddit yeah yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and you're like wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> just right to that feedback loop again shit yeah i didn't even like 
<laughs> open open the it's fridge, crazy. nothing there. Close the fridge. I wonder what I have uh, in the yeah. fridge. <laughs> Are you yeah, sure exactly. there's nothing there? Are you sure I didn't just miss something? Pacing. It's it's like being a it's like being a bear in the zoo. I don't know if you've ever seen bears pace in the zoo. No. Um, just walk back and forth constantly. Or not just bears, but uh, like most like big wild animals Lions that are. I I've never seen a lion do it. I, it seems to be especially animals that don't live in groups. It's like to like, uh, I've seen it really bad in grizzly bears, and Kodiak bears, and uh, and uh, polar bears. Uh, lynx, oh. lynx. Um. Yeah, two really notable examples are, well, I remember one that was the Kodiak bears at the Spanish Zoo. They were doing this thing where they'd just walk back and forth, pacing, kind of mm. looking. Um, and then I noticed it really prominently at the Toronto Zoo. Um, the lynx was, had like, um, it had like a pretty nice looking enclosure. The big enclosure had like multiple mm -hmm. um, levels. And it was literally just walking in circles. <laughs> infinitely holy crap um and and then uh the grizzly bears were the same they were walking back and forth and and actually i noticed it in the red pandas at the at the uh new york central park zoo as well where they were just like walking like pre-pro it was it's like looking at npcs walking right. like pre-programmed like lines and it's that they're just like working off of instinct they have no purpose and they yeah. have no like that's so sad drive and so they're just like walking mindlessly they don't even know what they're doing they're just looking for something they don't even know what yeah damn and it's like that's what we are when we're scrolling we don't know what we're scrolling for we're just yeah. doing it because we've that's been programmed we, we just to. know that's just what we do we just scroll yeah we just hope we scroll when we're bored yeah it's like we have nothing to do we scroll yeah um and I think it's like them. They they have nothing to do. They just walk and search for it, but they don't know what. And that's something even that the book um, talked about too, Deep Work, was like people's ability to have creativity is like being murdered because like you're never, like people are not fine with being bored, you know? Like, yeah. remember, like, I don't know if you remember this, but like when I was, when we were like in grade school and stuff, like if I, I don't know, pissed my parents off and they took away the video games and stuff, like my brothers and I would like create little paper characters be like, man, this is like my RPG character. We're going to bring it to school and like create yeah. this whole game and like that. And like, it never really worked out, but like, it was always so much fun to think about it. Right. And like yeah. the last time I've had like a creative thought or like painted something or like draw anything, like it was probably so long ago. Like, I guess if you can't work in programming, but like, that's not really, I don't know. It's, I think it's a different source, right? It is. guitar when playing it becomes is, your... is I play guitar quite a bit, so maybe that's kind of an outlet, but. Yeah, it depends what you do, but I think that can definitely be an outlet. I think, though, there is something about just, like, sitting alone and not having anything to do or any kind of entertainment that seems to be able to produce, um, well, produces anxiety, but yeah. <laughs> um, it seems to be able to kind of produce some creativity as well and, and uh you can kind of tap into that stream of whatever it is in your mind that can produce really interesting stuff mm -hmm. hold that thought one second i'm just take my hoodie off because i'm sweating yeah go for it you're warm here actually too it's been so hot here Ooh, it's warm. yeah it's been warm here too it's like 14 like, degrees or something i don't know what it is outside but yeah something like that it's really warm Nice. It's eleven right now. The sun actually came. Go for a walk later. Good day. Nice. Yeah, I might try to do that too. Did you? 
good to just get out yeah sure well that i find like that maybe that's like my little kind of creativity like that's probably one of the only times where i'm not doing anything right yeah you just think there's also something exhausting about input you know or input into our minds um taking I'll, I'll spend the whole day at work not doing like you know i'll, I'll have an experiment that requires a lot of waiting around mm-hmm. and i'll listen to audiobooks by the end of the day i'm exhausted even though i didn't really like i wasn't actively doing anything well there's a big just difference taking information for that mental long. and physical man it's crazy there's also like what the body wants versus what or like what the mind wants i guess versus what is good for it <laughs> um i was just thinking about this because i yesterday i went uh and got some food at this local or i don't know if it, i think it's a chain but williams fresh mm-hmm. um but i went and got like breakfast there and i was the only person in the whole restaurant because it's covid and i yeah. guess i don't know it was a slow day but it's just me and um <laughs> girl that was working there was like clearly she looked looked very like dead inside (laughs) and and she like she was on her phone like pretty much the whole time i was there because she uh like you could just tell she has nothing to do yeah and i bet that if i asked her um if she prefers it that way she probably would say that she does i think like if somebody had asked me like do you want to be crazy busy like working really hard as a waiter or do you want to have like a slow day i'd be like oh slow day hell yeah like that's so much more relaxed but over time like that slowness is just kills the soul (laughs) i used to work at london drugs and um see to me like i think i think it's a complicated question because like one if it's busy you make more money and like you know so you got like those those aspects as well um, for me, I was paid the same amount, whether it was busy as hell and slow as hell. And, mm-hmm. uh, when it was like really busy, you're wishing it was slow and it was super slow. You're wishing it was busy. But I would say for the most part, I, I dreaded like the slowness, like even at Wendy's, yeah. um, like it was, there's always something to do. Right. And I hated Wendy's. Like it, like it was, it was, it was a level yeah. <laughs> of hate where like I'd be driving to Wendy's to go work. And I was like, man, it really wouldn't be a bad thing if like we just drove off the side of the road. Like, like, and that was like a constant, like, I was like, I was like, man, I, I, yeah. I want to work so bad. Like, I do not want to be here at all to the point where it's just like, yeah, man, I'm totally down to just like slam on the brakes and just like, you know, end up in the hospital. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then oh, man. Running drugs. I, I know, the, oh. I know that feeling of like, I know that feeling of not wanting to die, but of wanting to like, <laughs> be like maimed yeah yeah. (laughs) i'm like you know maybe you know if i just had like a spinal injury it would give me an excuse to not have to like do anything with my life or or to just like (laughs) relax just like i wouldn't have to do this anymore yeah just like read well that's that's the same with like like even right now like you and me we're like grinding hard like we're trying to do things like and not just like you know be like yeah the, the easy thing is to just go get a nice little job nine to five and just like sit there and just, you know, like I could do that, but it's like, I don't want that. Like I want the other, I want the, what comes at the end of the so much more than me actually having to do it. So that's like why I'm doing it, right? Working mm-hmm. 15 hours a day and all right. that kind of shit. And like, it's, but back to the like original topic or whatever, like when it was slow at London drugs, it was the worst thing ever because I would look at the clock and it would be like the movies where you'd like, you'd look and it'd be like eight o'clock, half an hour passes. You look at the clock, it'd be like eight Oh five. And you're just like, Oh my God. And, yeah and i have to stay here like and there's nothing to do like yeah 
So I much prefer it things when they're busy because at least like, at least the time is flying, you know? Yeah, time flies by for sure. Yeah. Ugh. Shout out to all the people that I work uh, that have been maimed. Yeah, we're they're not, working. We're not at... trying to, you know. <laughs> cool. I'm trying to fantasize your yeah. life. Um. Or, yeah. Also, shout out to all the people working shit jobs. Yeah. Shout out to the girl. Make Williams them want to be maimed. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Can you imagine you go back there. She's like, man, thanks for calling me out on your podcast. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Right. Made a great espresso. Thank you. Or cappuccino. Cappuccino. Dude, oh, yeah. on that topic, man, the thing I bought is like the best purchase of my life. Like the espresso maker. Holy crap. That thing yeah. tastes so good. And then I posted a story. Catherine keeps telling me that you're like, <laughs> yeah, Catherine keeps saying that you keep posting stuff on Instagram about it. And then, and then so I posted this thing about uh, like me actually like making the milk and I got like 30 replies of being like, you're doing it wrong. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I asked her how much she thought it cost and she was like, I don't know, like $30. <laughs> I was like, mm, a like, lot more. Like 30 bucks. <laughs> does she go out in the wild? Like, does she go to the stores? Like, <laughs> no, she doesn't know. <laughs> it's like, damn. Yeah, I'm sure she was underestimating. But, well, uh, she definitely was underestimating. <laughs> but, man, I've, no, I mean like on purpose. Oh yeah. Um, I probably like I'm probably two thirds or no, like a third of the way of paying it off. How crazy is that? Like if you go off the price of like a Starbucks. Because of how many? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Um, so it's like yeah, that's pretty good. How much Starbucks do you drink? That's a lot, man. Because if you look at, it'd be like. So I don't. Eight hundred. Okay, maybe maybe drinks. okay. I'm looking at it as if <laughs> I would buy Starbucks every day. Right, so that's yeah. what I'm looking at. Uh, I don't. I never. I never really did. So maybe, that, <laughs> maybe I can't do that. <laughs> but I guess you're basically. Are you basically know how how much you're drinking every day? So, or so like. So like, basically, what I'm doing is like, okay, this would cost me like six bucks at Starbucks, but right. it's not cost me anything, and so I'm putting that, well, minus beans and whatever else. So I'm putting. I'm using that as a metric. So it's like if every day I have like two, large coffees, well, that would be like twelve bucks at Starbucks before taxes or whatever. Right. Yeah. And so after that's like. Fair. And so after like a month, that's like three hundred dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. Um, so, but I don't know if that's actually really fair because I would just normally make coffee out of yeah. the thing that doesn't. But this tastes so much better, though. <laughs> that's right. No, it's Starbucks level, though, right? Yeah, so exactly. It's yeah. As if you were buying it's it. It's the value impressive. of that. Yeah. And what's even kind of crazier right. um, is that you can just go to Starbucks, any Starbucks, and just be like, "Hey, can I just buy a ball of your syrup?" And they'll sell it to you for twelve dollars and fifty cents. And so, like, you get this massive bottle of, like, Starbucks simple syrup or vanilla syrup or whatever they have, and you can just make the exact same thing right. at home. Um, you know, if your skill level was good, like, apparently mine's not, thanks to the people calling me out. But, um... Whatever. I, I actually gonna hate. prefer just the steamed milk and, and the espresso tastes so good. Like, I told my roommate this morning, I was like, I honestly don't even want to add, like, the syrup to it. Like, this just tastes so fucking good by itself. Like, something about that steamed milk. Yeah, totally... Well, milk has like quite a lot of sugar in it, as is. You don't really think about it, but like a cup of like one cup of milk has like ten grams of sugar. Hmm. Damn. Um. So, like, you there's sugar in milk. You just don't really think about how sweet it is unless you pay attention. Right. 
Yeah, and I guess like, and it's still mm-hmm. and it's still like a like a third of what's in like pop, right? So you don't really notice it the same way. Mm-hmm. But, and uh, I guess like I've cut my sugar there. intake like I don't know, my I'm probably at just natural sugars, like just like what's in food or like curry and stuff like that, like whatever that has. That's it. Like I don't ever really drink pop. Like I had a fruitopia from Wendy's yesterday. First time I had a pop in like two months, probably. You know. Um, Utopia is so sweet. It is. Dude. It is like, like you're drinking it, and it's Actually, almost it's, like it's like yeah, that's like drinking like melted freezy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I I, uh, I cut milk out of my coffee for New Year's, so like I've been drinking black coffee. So good. Um, and it was not that hard. Like not nearly as hard as cutting sugar out. It's like mm-hmm. like last year I cut sugar out of my coffee. Um, and that yeah. was way harder. Now that I like once I got used to drinking coffee just with milk, then cutting milk wasn't too bad. I remember it's uh, the only only kind of annoying thing is that it's scalding hot. <laughs> yeah, well, like, cold water, man. Gotta put the cold water in it. Yeah, the cold water. That's what I do. That's what I did. I love black coffee, and it's actually so like I'm. Me too. I crave it now because yeah. I'm addicted. Because it's yeah. so addictive. <laughs> but uh, I was actually considering like thought about just, just quitting drinking coffee. Mm. Um. But I too decided much of a lifestyle. I, I like it too much. Yeah, exactly. The thing is, it's like it's something to do. Yeah, you're gonna play something. Exactly. Yeah. And I like it, and it's not very harmful. It's not really that harmful. I I don't think it's. I don't. I mean, it is a psychoactive. There's, there's all sorts of there's all sorts of research that has the pluses the like pluses and minuses of pros and cons of coffee. Um, there's probably it, it's probably net negative would be my guess just because it's not natural it's a psychoactive drug that we're mm-hmm. taking every morning but as far as like all the things i could be taking it's probably not yeah. it's the definitely the best one yeah it could be like taking adderall um, or like fucking something yeah like and i don't really like... drink so yeah it gives me something that some kind of some like, level I, of enjoyment in life <laughs> yeah well well no there, there is something about um consuming something external that like acts as like a fuel that especially because coffee is like the fuel for the mind mm-hmm. there's something about that psychological aspect that makes you more productive i find um or that makes you feel makes you feel like you can't be productive without it but yeah <laughs> but when you get it it's like okay i'm taking my taking my medicine you know see i find um, like and it also it also helps me get up in the morning not because of the caffeine but because it yeah, when i, I get up it. The first thing I do in the morning is I take out the dog because he's like tapping on the floor because he's like, I need to pee so fucking bad. <laughs> um, and I take him out and when I come in the door, I can either turn right and go back to bed. Yeah. Turn left and go make a cup of coffee. Yeah. And like that is the decision. Those are the two decisions. And, and if I cut out so coffee, good. I cut out coffee, there's, there's only turning right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I need that addictive motivation to turn left. You, you could replace it with decaf. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. It makes it. Make, it's I. I know it's a placebo yeah. in my head, and and also there's not really a there's not really a lot of good decaf coffee. Yeah, most decaf point. coffee is kind of shitty. That's true. And I feel like I, I'm. It's only going to trick me for so long before I realize. But my brain realizes that it's it's a it's a sugar then, pill. Then you'll just make anything. then you'll just make decaf coffee and then go to bed. <laughs> exactly. But uh, I was going to no, say like. I really like the turning left, man. It's a that's a tough decision every morning, and I do yeah. it because I love coffee that much. That's the same thing. Like and my I, office is on the left, my bed's on the right, so I come out of the bathroom, and it's just like, 
Okay, which door? Which door do <laughs> I want to go to? It's a man. It's a decision you got to make every day of your life. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, um, like I, I honestly, I've been drinking coffee on and off forever, uh, since like high school, essentially, um, kind of like later high school, and I honestly don't think that I am addicted in any way. Like, there's been there's been like weeks like where I wouldn't have any coffee. Um, and like, I'm taking a goddamn caffeine pill sometimes. Right. And well, I don't ever feel the craving to like have it. Like, is that like a thing that like, like, am I just addicted at, at such a deeper level that it's like, like, it's like at a, it's like, okay, I can only go a couple weeks. Like, should I, like, what would be your definition to tell somebody's addicted or not? Um, I mean, it, it's, <clears throat> it doesn't have to be necessarily craving. Um, and with coffee, again, it, it's not the same level of addiction as most other drugs and most addictive substances. So it's it's harder to make that claim. Really, what it is is a dependency. Um, so for me, if I don't drink coffee, I'll feel tired. Mm. I won't necessarily crave coffee. I don't ever actually crave coffee. Um, you just know that something's uh, missing. Not, I crave coffee because I like coffee. I, yeah, I do enjoy yeah, I like too. I crave coffee in the same way I, I'll crave like a... I don't know. Like a video uh, game or something? Ice cream or something. Or yeah, maybe like, yeah, like a, eh, even not, not even quite that much. Um, I'll just crave it as, it just is like a thing to do. <laughs> I guess it's, it's kind of like craving a, watching a TV show or something. Not one that you're super into, but one that's like, just enjoyable Background enough noise. to want to do it sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I find, um, so yeah. it's like, it's really not that addictive and it's not hard to quit. Um, the, the really the the main problem is just that it's a dependency and that you drinking coffee increases the number of adenosine receptors in your brain um and adenosine is responsible for the feeling of drowsiness that gradually occurs over the course of the day that leads up to you becoming sleepy and going to bed mm. and uh coffee is a, a adenosine antagonist meaning it gets into those receptors so that adenosine can't bind, so you don't feel drowsy. Hmm. Interesting. Um, but if you're drinking coffee all the time, your brain upregulates the adenosine receptors because it knows it's not getting enough adenosine in the system. So you upregulate those and have more than a person that doesn't drink coffee. And so you'll go through a sort of withdrawal. It's again, it's not going to be nearly as bad as most drugs because most drugs are are agonists. So like they, when you take them away, your brain feels like it's missing something, mm. right? But with coffee, you just feel more sleepy than normal. Interesting. Because um, you don't, it, it's not the same type of psychological depend, like psychological, like craving addiction. Right. It's more just like, I feel kind of shitty. I want a coffee or I'm, I got a headache. I'm going to have a coffee or mm. um, so. Hmm. And, and you also go through the withdrawal pretty fast. Like it's not like a, not like a several days. It's going to be like a couple days of feeling kind of maybe irritable and have right. a headache a little bit and i think maybe um, maybe a big portion of it too is people like like because i remember when i was little all the teachers would be like oh my god i need a cup of coffee da, 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 da. but and it's so like they played up so much and so like you're growing up thinking like oh my god people are gonna get so addicted and then like like you do it you're just like oh this isn't like <laughs> they're obviously just making such that's a right. big deal out of it yeah that's right and it's, it's as far as addictions go it's not very bad yeah <laughs> um and and i start, i also have a rule that i don't and coffee after oh me too after like um, four the time kind of changes but yeah exactly like not uh, usually for me it's even earlier but um yeah like two or three um 
I, d I don't normally make coffee. coffee. Noon, like, but yeah. It's a morning thing for me. Really, mm -hmm. it's a morning thing. And I don't drink several cups of coffee a day. I'll drink like two or three max. Yeah. The thing that um, I find is like the best addition ever is like the two to 3 p.m. nap, man. Like like just in that time zone, I 20 minutes, that's all I do. 15 sometimes even. And oftentimes mm -hmm. I'm probably only like resting for 10 or whatever. But holy man, that changes your life. Like it's so cool to do. At least I anyway. <laughs> I am unable to do that though. For me, if I'm, I take a nap, like a, a nap, um, I'll be out for like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> That I mean, happened to me yesterday, actually. Oh, yeah? I, I think you like have to just, hours. like, catch. Because, like, there's definitely, like, if I... Like, so there's, there's like, maybe a window of, like, 40 seconds when when I kind of come back <laughs> to it. And you're just like, hey, I'm good. I can uh -huh. go. But, like, 41 seconds, you're like, man, I'm just going to stay in bed for the rest of the day. Like, <laughs> so it's, like, a very fine yeah. line of just, like use it as a tool get up and then like i'll try to like plan it just before a meeting so like that way i i know that i can't right possibly fuck it up or whatever um but i find that i like i feel like i do that like especially even if i'm gonna go out that night or like go to a friend's place or like some sort of party that doesn't happen during covid um <clears throat> then mm -hmm. i will almost like i almost was like the king of like the 9 30 p.m nap before like you'd go to the club and be like everybody's <laughs> like pre-drinking da 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 like, you know, you're getting kind of sauce and you're just like, hey guys, I'm going to go take a nap for 25 minutes. I'll be right back. And you're just like, what? <laughs> and it was like the best thing ever, man. He'd wake up and he'd be like, I feel Gotta commit to the night. amazing. And then you just go out and have a great time. Oh, oh that's great. Yeah. You could do that. Power to you. I, used I don't to... have the willpower for that. <laughs> I'm out. I used to be able to like, uh, deep sleeper. when I was in like high school and stuff, um, when I started drinking coffee, like it was ridiculous. It, like I had a girlfriend that worked at Starbucks or whatever. And like, it'd be like nine o'clock. She'd be closing. I'd go get like a venti extra five pump, like much like vanilla latte, <laughs> skull it and then go right to bed. Like it was so crazy. Right. Probably took like five years off my life every time I did that. But. Oh, true. That's another aspect of coffee drinking that, um, <clears throat> that probably gets, well, I don't know how much, how much overlooked it gets, but but uh, it's linked to sugar, too. Especially with Starbucks drinks. Most of their drinks have a huge amount of sugar. So it's oh, really yeah. the sugar you're more addicted to than the coffee. And I think I think the caffeine and the sugar probably, like, they probably work proactively and like, synergistically to be even more addictive. Yeah. Um, and so they kind of piggyback off of each other. And that probably creates a, a stronger dependency. Well, I mean, like if you take so somebody, that's why that's why for you and me because we don't really use much sugar. It's that's true. Not as big of a deal. That's true. I remember when I uh, started drinking black coffee. It was like the f most funny thing. Like I, I was so happy at, like back then. I was like such. A, I was like a robot. Like with like the way I interacted with things. Right. So like I, I just got I hired at the job at Acro or whatever. Right. And um, they had like the it was like the first place where it was just like yeah we got free coffee we got this da, 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 da. and I was like whoa that's cool like. They look after their employees, but you know, and they do, and it's just so cool to me. And mm -hmm. anyway, they had like coffee there and like sugar and like creamers and all that kind of stuff. And like I would just drink like my normal four cups, five cups a day with like double doubles, like sugars, just anything. And then one day, just out of nowhere, I'm down there making coffee, and this girl Becky, she still works there, comes up to me. She's like, if my grandma, she's Italian, my nono ever saw you make coffee like that, she'd slap you. And then. And then I was like, from this point on, I'm only going to drink black coffee. So I like, poured my coffee out, grabbed a couple of black coffee, and then that was it. <laughs> nice. 
And then, like, I mean, That's obviously awesome. I'll have a double-double every now and then or whatever, but, like, it's more of a treat. And, like, I just, like, I'm going to learn mm-hmm. to like black coffee because I don't want to upset this chick's grandma. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like there's got to be a reason with That's it. That's hilarious. So that was, that was how I started. Yeah. And then I would say I probably hated the first two cups. And then after that, I was like, this is actually pretty nice. And, like, it's I'm kind of yeah. disgusting because, like. Cut, <laughs> you, cut milk, you cut milk and sugar at the same time? Cream uh, sugar, yeah, were you just drinking sugar no, just just straight up black coffee. So I so I was using creamer, like I was using like everything. Like I don't really, I wasn't picky, so I'd be like sometimes it was powdered stuff, sometimes it was milk, sometimes we'd cream. Um, oftentimes it was that crappy delight stuff that isn't really cream, but it's just like all sugar and calories. Right. Um, and then I just cut all that out at once. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I definitely had to do it in steps. See, and if I had to think about it, I might have had to do the same thing. But I, I kind of like the black coffee, cause, and it's kind of gross, what I'm about to say, but because um, then, then I basically would have, like, a cup of coffee, and it would just, like, it would just, like, live. And so, like, if I had a cup of coffee, and I'd, like, leave for work, and I'd come back the next day, I'd be like, oh, sweet, I'll just finish that, and then go downstairs and put some <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of like water, right? So That's true. Actually, that is a huge bonus. Yeah. Black coffee is that it doesn't get moldy, like, yeah. like if you have milk in it. Because, like, a, a coffee cup with milk in it gets disgusting yeah. very quickly. And uh, you got to be cleaning it really well. And even if you clean it every day, like it's still like it's just milk not, just gets yeah, in the crevices the of places and goes sour. So that is one huge benefit. And, and it, it stays <laughs> hot longer, too, because it's like starts out hot. Like it's just uh, it's good shit. Whenever it makes I would... your teeth yellow as fuck, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My teeth have never been so yellow. But... Yeah. Oh, man. But, it, man. It's so funny because I used to have like a white cup, like just white basic and stuff and then like as i worked there for longer and it became like more senior or whatever like and newer people would start like i'd be the dude with like the the white cup on the outside but then just rings of like months <laughs> of black coffee like just like yeah and i was like this is the soul of all the coffee like my my cup is flavored with the soul <laughs> of uh, many other coffee cups remembrance of the past yeah, and they're just like you're disgusting and i was like is it though is it like, is just, it yeah not water. really though water and oil and like yeah oils I guess, like, I'm sure it can still go bad, but it's not yeah. the same. Yeah. And honestly, like, this is kind of gross, but, like, even, like, this water bottle <laughs> or whatever, like, I'll fill it up. Usually I'll get, like, drink one of these a day, but there's usually always, like, like some amount of water in here for, like, I don't know, a few days, you know? And, mm-hmm. like, I don't – I wash this thing maybe, like, once a week. Is that kind of gross? Probably. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know. Like, oh, yeah. I not like I Definitely do it. gross. Yeah. Shit. Next time. It starts to smell, probably, you know. <laughs> probably good for you, right? I'm so I always tell myself, good for you. Yeah. That, that little bit of... A little bit of whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Haven't um, been sick yet. Yeah, I was actually thinking about this. Uh, I I thought about this a long time ago, and, and something on Reddit came up the other day that was saying how... Uh, um, well, I'll, I'll tell you what I thought about a long time ago. Was, was that... You know that the image you see of a bacteria phage um and you, you can see like microscopic images of, of the little like like alien looking yeah. viruses yeah with like the like they look like spiders yeah like just the legs and shit yeah um so that's bacteria phage and they're they're viruses um that are only dangerous to bacteria right they, they only ever infect bacteria they don't infect human cells and so was i I remember learning about them back to, in uh, biology and, and you know being told like well these don't cause disease because they they don't actually infect you mm-hmm. only infect bacteria but I was thinking about how like 
humans are full of bacteria. Yeah, so it's like at the same time you kind of so need much of our we're we're like fifty we're like fifty percent bacteria. Yeah, <laughs> um, our skins have their own microbiomes. Our guts have their own microbiomes, and uh, and so on Reddit the other day something just popped up that was like, hey, like we did a survey of viruses in the gut and discovered like forty thousand new viruses that we'd never seen before. I was like, oh shit, okay, so <laughs> viruses are probably co-evolving with us as well yeah, and definitely. serving functions probably metabolic functions in our bodies could be contributing to diseases as well in the bacteria in our bodies. And that's probably not a new idea, but I was just thinking that's probably true of skin disorders as well. Mm. Um, that there's probably bacteriophage. There's probably bacteria. There's viruses that infect the bacteria in your skin and in your gut. That contribute to disorders and diseases hmm. that we probably don't think about. Yeah, that is weird. Just a thought. Can you like elaborate a bit on how, like, like what would be an example well, of that? We're still kind of just now, um, the field of the microbiota and and um, <clears throat> all the functions it plays mm-hmm. in your life metabolism and also in like your nervous system too like there's lots and lots of studies that find different altered microbiota in different neurological disorders um like alzheimer's and uh adhd and autism like all of them have correlates with different um bacterial effects in the gut Mm -hmm. Uh, and and it's kind of bi-directional like who knows if it's the gut affecting the brain or the brain affecting the gut because i mean they're both both having influences on each right. other but there is direct evidence that the gut has influence over the brain um some influence and probably through the vagus nerve hmm. um, sending information into the brain and if you think about it you you do feel all of all of anxiety and like yeah your is like felt in the gut yeah, right or your chest or something like um, that. So there's definitely communications going between the two um that are important in in fear and and i, I I'm sure there's a there's a lot of there's lots of research on anxiety and the gut as well. Well, any any counselor that you talk to would basically be like, you think with your head, but you feel with your body. So it's like when you have anxiety, it's like where do you feel it? Like that's like the one of the best ways to like figure mm-hmm. out how you're feeling and all that kind of stuff. It's like where does it hurt in your body? Like, what, what the hell, right? Hmm. Exactly. Um. But it just me. It shows that that. Well, it doesn't show, but but the, it it suggests that the bacteria bacteria in your body is responsible for functions in your body you know it serves some kind of function mm-hmm. and whether that's metabolic pathways or or some kind of neurotransmitter influence um that affects the way that affects cognition <clears throat> it means that those bacteria I mean, can be influenced by viruses and so maybe your maybe certain mental disorders or certain well probably aspects of mental disorders and aspects of metabolic disorders aspects of skin disorders mm-hmm. i see what you're saying due, could be due to viruses that are not infecting you or your cells but are infecting the bacteria that are living on and in you right i see yeah yeah huh, that and is a... i think that's probably that's probably an understudied field that'd be a tough one to study i think yeah, would well i i guess you could try like different antivirals and see if they help right <laughs> but, huh. uh, yeah 
I'm just thinking because, uh, like, acne, for instance, or mm. or even uh, or um, the other one, uh, like the weird what name one? No, I'm th- um, scalp. Uh, crap, you get on your scalp. Anyway, oh, dandruff. Um, yeah, dandruff. Like acne and dandruff are. If you look at a person that has really bad acne and a person that has really bad dandruff, like compared to a person that doesn't, they they know the bacteria or some of the bacteria that causes those sorts of things. Um, but people that have really good skin often have that bacteria on their skin. Mm. They just don't react to it, and and it doesn't it doesn't form. Like it doesn't cause problems right so something is just basically and so there's something different about either of the, about the way they react to it or about the bacteria themselves i was just thinking yeah hey, maybe it has to do with viruses that are in the bacteria i'm just speculating out of my yeah. ass right now but <laughs> but uh, i think it's an interesting idea this is this is uh jude's quoting himself right now and in five That's years right. he's going to be famous because of this eh, probably not but uh... <laughs> we're in jail <laughs> yeah one of the two or in prison for <laughs> yeah, terrible ex- terrible humanitarian experiments <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just have these ideas sometimes <laughs> that's so cool like i don't the shit that i think about is not the science stuff like i wish it was like most of it's just like man i wonder if that would be a good idea to, like build you know whereas you're just like man i wonder well, that's a good idea that's engineering ideas yeah, I guess. But your stuff, it just seems. I guess like you want what you can't have, you know. That's right. I'm sure you you think of ideas that are actually practical and. Uh, <laughs> I like the things that actually happen. The worst thing about like my <laughs> ideas is like normally I know exactly what it would take to to make them, and that's sometimes just disheartening because you're just like that's a great idea and be like oh that would be like at least six hundred thousand dollars for the development that I would need. It's like oh well <laughs> can't do that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's just as much of a curse as anything. Yeah, but I, I actually do being like being able to come up with ideas like that. I love like theorizing like how stuff works. Like, ah, oh, man, it's so cool to me. Such a nerd. Oh man, that's the way. That's the the way to be. That is the way. Everyone else is boring. Yeah, I know, right? Dude, <laughs> I bitch so much over the past two weeks about girls, but like. Honestly, man, it's so hard to have a conversation like, like with somebody that's like, it's like, man, I, I can't even like, it's like I just want to talk about some cool shit, but it's just like you just don't want to talk about that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, that was um, it was Ob- yeah, it was Obama. My mom sent me this article forever ago, that, like somebody asked Obama about like relationship advice. <laughs> And his like his advice was like you're gonna spend a lot of time with this person like you better enjoy talking to them <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but it's, but it's got to be someone that you enjoy like having conversations with yeah like legit conversation not just like um, trying to say something to make them happy or whatever because that's a long time of that yeah and i think um you got to find somebody that's interested in the same well that's not true I, I think it's important to have different um different ideas and different differences of opinion mm. and differences of um I think it depends on how you because if you're exactly those. the same, you st- if you're exactly the same, you still don't have anything to talk about because you you're yeah you already you're if just anything, echoing each other. I've I've met like 
I've been out with girls or whatever who have had like brothers or like dads that are in computer science. And like at first, like the first time I was like, dude, that's so cool. We're going to get along so well. And then like mm-hmm. you, you get there and it's just like, you know, everything already. like it's just, there's nothing to talk about, you know? So it's just kind of like, you just, you know, or, or like one of you doesn't want to seem inferior to the other. So you just don't talk about it at all. And it's just like, yeah, <laughs> it's so strange. <laughs> you don't want to show your insufficiencies. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm a professional, but I don't know. I haven't, I haven't been once. Chick's dad was like, uh, yeah. I, I actually don't even really know what the extent of his thing, but I put him on such a pedestal. So I was like, man, he's got a company. He's making money. Like he's got a nice house. Damn. He must know a lot of stuff. And then like, he was like talking to me about some stuff. And I was like, dude, honestly, I don't know what most of that shit is. Like I, I just kind of use whatever I need to, to like do the job properly. He's like, Oh, I can respect that. And I was like, cool. But it's like the difference between like the, the theoretic, theoretical computer science and like the practical one, which just like, like, right. dude, I could probably learn that, but like, why? I don't need to know the science of why it works. I just need to build a goddamn bridge so we can cross to the next, you know, plane of existence sort of thing. But mm-hmm. no, it's definitely interesting. And some girls too, like, I don't know, computer science is like such a shitty field to pick up for if you're trying to meet women in the field because like, ultimately, there's not a whole lot of women in the field. <laughs> and if they do, they're all super smart that we're like yeah. Google. So it's like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> should, should have been a nurse. Yeah, it's not a good... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, coming from engineering was similar. Um, into biology. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> this is a huge change. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. The, the world right now as a time to be looking for partnership is not a good <laughs> no. place. No, definitely not. It's just like, I like I, I think I just got very lucky. Yeah. Um. Because I, I would never be able to live in the current ecosystem of of dating apps and stuff. Like I just. Oh, don't. I I, I'm trying. My but... mind my mind doesn't work that way, and and I don't know. It's just like a it's a war of attention, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. Some people are not made for that, myself included. I, I don't like to seek attention, mm-hmm. you know, and and that's what is the winning, um, the winning uh, strategy. Yeah. At this point in time. Well, was, it's just yeah, it's just no good. I was even like chatting with <laughs> um, um, like a bunch of people, and I was like, like even okay, what is like the requirements to get on a dating app, right? Okay, well, first of all, you need like pictures in a bio, right? That's it. But it's like you can't just use like the pictures that win are like the candids or like these or that. And it's like, I'm not a person that gets photos taken up. Like I don't walk around and be like, Hey, snap a photo of me. Right. Like if anything, I always take photos. Yeah. I don't really care. I'm just like, Hey, I'll get, I got a good camera or whatever. And I'll take photos of like other things, but it definitely doesn't have me inside of it. So it's like from the dating profile thing, it's usually really shit. Like I don't look like an interesting person at all because it's just like, I don't have any pictures yeah. of me doing stuff. Um, so it's yeah. like it's like first of all i'm already not even playing at a at a at a fair level with anybody else anyway so it's like god damn it and then yeah it's just yeah and well and you there's aspects of this you've you've turned dating into an algorithm which is yeah. not a great way to live your life um and also i, I get the feeling that the that most of the girls that i'm interested in Probably are not the those. type that yeah. would be using dating apps yeah exactly but then it's like well how do you find them yeah exactly 
And, and my, um, my accounts are... I got very lucky. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I don't think luck... Like, maybe luck in a certain sense, but at the same time, you did certain things that, like... Like, you put yourself out there. You moved to Ontario, first of all, right? Like, that wasn't luck. That was a decision that you made. And then, two, yeah. you made... Like, you told me a long time ago, which, honestly, it still rings true. I don't even remember it. But you're like, I had two decisions. I could just stay inside or I could go and, like, meet people. And then you chose that. And now, like... So mm-hmm. I was like, hey, that's not luck. That That's a decision that you made, right? Right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, my counselor's like honestly ty you you like like you'll probably just meet somebody but you're gonna have to just go to like a work conference and i was like hmm shit that's a really like like don't go he was like you should go to like a workshop that like because i'm like big into like mental health and all that kind of crap now right where it's like mm-hmm. um efficiency and all that stuff and there's like workshops my counselor's like man there's like leadership training like all over the world i was like hmm, i'm just gonna do a couple of those go to california for like two weeks and just like take a course on something and then just chum you know like that sounds like a good idea to meet people Mm-hmm. but i don't like yeah, I said, right I, now it kind of sucks <laughs> yeah but like like for me uh, even having an entire semester um sitting, sitting next to want someone isn't necessarily enough time yeah. or depending on the course and depending on what you do and um i was lucky in that Catherine was in like multiple courses of mine right right and like right. continued after like i was in courses with her for an entire year and even after that you know like um maybe she planned the, like that <laughs> yeah right um but like there i don't know there's there i think there is elements of luck involved yeah. i think um i mean obviously there's always going to be I, I i also got lucky in that she was very forward mm-hmm. um getting my attention yeah um and that was, you know, that that's something that's very rare in women as well. Yeah. Um, women don't generally make the like first message you, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, that's definitely something that I wish was the more often the case. Mm-hmm. I, right now, I've got like no chill when it comes to like online dating. Like, I I'm not I don't play the games of just like messaging back and forth a bunch. Like, if I'm interested in somebody, we have like three conversations. I just ask them. I was like, you want to grab coffee? And like it's kind yeah. of the the some people love it and like i've had like a couple conversations where it's like you know you're chatting quite a bit and i'd be like this has been great you want to grab coffee and it's like instantly unmatched you're just like <laughs> i guess i was two four yeah. that person like whatever yeah but yeah. i don't know i don't it's have time i kind of use it as just like the tool it's just kind of like like i'm not expecting like the people that i would probably really like to meet probably aren't going to be using this but i'm sure that maybe one or two of them are it's like if i could meet somebody that is that yeah and you know, and and the people that aren't or that aren't using it maybe are also thinking the same way and are exactly. using it because of necessity. And, that, and well. that's kind of like the thing, um, right? So but I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to say it's completely worthless. Or I, I don't put. I don't. Let's just say I don't put any any faith into it at all. You know, like like I almost go in, it, which yeah. might even like hurt something because like you just almost never even expect anything to work out, and that kind of like shows I think subconsciously. But at the same time, like. Mm-hmm my attitude switches when it's just like, Oh, this is, is actually an interesting person, you know? Cause every once in a while you'll chat somebody and they'll just mm-hmm. get you and you're just like, Oh shit, this is, this is okay. Cool. Like this right. might actually be a fucking thing. Like who knew? Right. Um, and then they mm-hmm. unmatch you and you're just like, fuck on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Something tells me that's, that's another aspect of technology. That's going to just crush people's souls repeatedly. Um, like that you forming connections and yeah. destroying them or then the connections being broken. i read something um, so I guess, sad. Like, I guess you don't get deep enough 
for it to be a huge problem, but depends on the person, I think, and their experiences in the past yeah, and all that kind of stuff. I read this saying so sad. So there's this dating app called Hinge, right? And all of the dating apps have paywalls essentially, where it's like, oh, you only get so many swipes, or like, and that's usually the metric. It's like, okay, you can only, you can only say yes on so many people, right? Um, right? And this Hinge came out with a goddamn ELO, so like, it was like, it would hide the people at the higher ELO behind the paywall, and the people to lower ELO were were like outside of it right so which is so toxic because like like the people that get swiped left more their elo decreases right so if somebody doesn't find it attractive or whatever like it's like they're they ranking humans based on their attractiveness essentially and so it's like it's like holy so shit you, would like, you have to could you pay to like increase your scores <laughs> i i don't know man i i like, that is so disturbing. And, and like, I think what they also were talking about was like, okay, if you swipe on somebody that has a low elo, then your elo goes down too. So it's like it's it's even like tackling like hitting you what your value. It's like holy shit, that is that is like some philosophical bullshit going on. Like that is Damn. that riding line of like that weird social score, right? Like, oh yeah, yeah, that's that's disgusting. Dystopian. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, it's messed up all to make and i mean they're, they're doing it for the financial reasons but at the same time they're they're gonna have such a big influence on people's self-esteem and stuff like that like like you imagine like like man why don't i find somebody i'm attracted to it's just like well nobody's swiping right on you man like it's like oh yeah. shit that hurts you gotta like i don't know i feel like anybody can succeed definitely um, you just need but that's the thing is i don't like the idea of need to like know the algorithm and know like the well, what I what I kind of said is like that are important and the type of yeah. things you put in your, I don't know. It, then it's like, like I don't well, want to be the I type of person. Like, like, am I going to go and pay a photographer then take really good photos of me? Because I no doubt in my mind, if I get really good photos done, I would do. I'd have a lot more matches, right? At the same mm -hmm. time, it's like I don't mm -hmm. want to be the type of guy. Like, what am I trying to do here, right? Like, like, am I trying to get more matches? Okay, that's kind of like a shallow reason, right? It's like okay, the reason to do that is yeah, you and, get and also like, also is it like. <laughs> What, what are you being attractive to you're yeah. like if you're what are you playing the attract? numbers game yeah. then you're essentially then you're trying to be like a politician that's attractive to as many people as possible mm -hmm. but maybe that's not maybe that's not the best strategy for long term you know or, or maybe that's only good for getting lots of matches but they don't actually turn into dates yeah exactly or like hard to have a proper yeah. metric no definitely and it's, it all comes to like what your values are, right? Like chances are you're going to attract somebody with similar values. And so like somebody that matches with you, if you have a shitty profile is obviously not going to be tied to like those pictures or whatever, right? Like if you have a, like, like I put up not like a lot of emphasis, but I try to put some kind of effort into like my bio, like the actual part. So it's like, like mm -hmm. my pictures are kind of like whatever, just Facebook and whatever else I have, maybe a couple of candidates here and there, um, whatever I have. And a couple of them are probably pretty old or whatever. Um, but my bio actually has something. So it's like, I'm already targeting the people that are going to open up my thing and then read the bio and not just like swipe through the pictures. Right. So it's like already I'm kind of targeting people that are more like I'm not on the surface. Right. Which is kind of interesting. Yeah. I, I think though that there's an aspect, a negative aspect to just human programming that is sub where you subconsciously prefer better pictures regardless. Oh, probably. And it doesn't matter who you are and how humble and how great yeah. you are. I think there's always going to be a bias towards. Well, physical attraction is a huge thing. Like, especially yeah, for me. Obviously. Like, I, I, I've met many people that 
I could have a conversation with, but I'm not interested in doing it because it's just like the physical attraction is just not there. Some of them are really pretty and some of them are really not pretty. And it's just like, mm-hmm. it's not to me. It's just, I don't feel physically attracted to you. But also, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but have you ever, um, known some, known a girl and not necessarily been attracted to her right away, but then you get to know them and you become like it's you become attracted to them yeah i think so usually it's yeah like maybe you see them and you're not blown away you know they're they're not the obvious yes definitely yeah yeah yeah. that people interesting like you see them and you're just like blinded and you're just like wow they're really attractive Mm -hmm. um but then like there's some people where like the attraction grows their personality their personality actually really does make them more attractive yeah no definitely i've i've 100 had that i've even been in relationships like that where it's just like oh she's cute and then like you da, 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 da. next thing you know you're dating you're just like man she's beautiful like she is like wow you know it's mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. so definitely actually Catherine always makes fun of me because when we first started dating i again i was like she's like my first real girlfriend yeah, okay because yeah. like i had a couple flings before but uh, but I told her that, like, I told her that she was in, like, the highest level of hotness, <laughs> but that at that point, there's not really any, like, levels above each other. Like, at <laughs> yeah. a certain point, you're just, like, crazy hot, and then that's yeah. it, right? Yeah. Like, you're, um, <laughs> she makes fun of me because now I'll, I'll tell her, I'm like, you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen and I've ever met and, like, ever. Yeah. And she's like, I thought I was, like, in the upper stratum <laughs> of, like, you idiot. And, uh, but it's true. And I think... <laughs> Like, it's an example where, like, not only was she blindingly beautiful to me, but also grew to be even more yeah, beautiful, yeah. Time, which is the perfect, <laughs> pretty cute guys, <laughs> the perfect thing to happen. But like, I think, I think that's like the thing, though. And the the opposite is true as well, with like a really attractive woman <laughs> who is just like... the worst. <laughs> yeah. And you, you're like, oh my god, I hate this. <laughs> yeah, I've been there too. Yeah. But uh, like that that uh, dimension is completely erased by these apps. Definitely, definitely. No, it's been a, I don't know, it's such an interesting like, yeah, I don't know, it's so frustrating because you're like, at one point it's like, it's like, yeah, I'm just not going to use dating apps. And then it's like weeks go by and I haven't done anything. Yeah. It's just like, Holy shit! Well, like, especially now, right? Like before, it'd be like, okay, I'll go to bars or whatever. You're, you're doing things, right? And Kelowna, I found, was especially bad because it's just like a lot of friends, like a lot of my friends were like older, like wiped up, and kind of doing that kind of stuff, right? So it's like they're not really having parties. Like we only ever hang with the same friend group, so it's like there's not like a lot of chances to like meet new people, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, which is a big reason that's why I moved to Saskatoon. It's just because like it was just like. I just know a lot more friends my age and then they have a lot more friends. Like they've been here forever. Right. So it's just like the chances of me of meeting more people organically is higher. And so I was mm-hmm. like, that, that'll be chill. And so it has been awesome. Cause it's just kind of like, just meet more people. It's just like, that's pretty dope. Um, but like now it's like, you almost need the dating app to like not fall out of like, like that's like your only connection to people that you don't know, like really well especially yeah. these days right yeah frustrating i totally sympathize with how frustrating it is and like i i remember i didn't have like i didn't like kiss a girl till i was like 21 22 um and 
like pr like prior to that like you you it definitely affects your self-esteem too yeah. like you don't know if you're ever going you like you're like maybe i'm never gonna you know meet somebody never maybe i'm just not attractive at all mm -hmm. um but that's bullshit so well, it, it, like, i don't know man it's it's kind of free because like i've been in many relationships and like even some even now and then i'll get wins of like that might be the last time that might have been the last the last one like your brain just like starts I going think, down that rabbit hole like, you know <laughs> i know i, I know what you mean. Like, i'm gonna be single for the rest um, of my life <laughs> yeah i think you're good man by the way <laughs> I don't appreciate don't, uh, it don't worry don't worry about it you're good to go well that's the thing too is like you um, you don't want to worry about it because then then you start acting like you're desperate or whatever and like that doesn't that's not attractive <laughs> yeah. that's so the thing is low low self-esteem <laughs> is a is a self like is a, is a yeah. um what's the what's the term self-sabotage self something self something prophecy self oh self-fulfilling creating self-fulfilling prophecy yeah. that's right yeah it's like you are so low self-esteem it will show and people and then, will treat you that way yeah and you will exactly. feel that way and it it's a feedback loop my my counselor says that that's when you put somebody on a pedestal as soon as you put somebody that's better than you and like that it's over because you're you're always going to be looking at them as if they're better than you it's like what you got to do is you got to yeah. spend enough time up to put yourself on that pedestal and then look at everybody else as like how can i bring them up how can i bring them up to like where my level is and then you play that fine line yeah. of between not being too like oh i'm better than everybody you know so it's it's very fine on both ends but um i did a lot of work like yeah. that's one thing that has been nice about the whole covid thing is like there's been so much time to like work on myself or just like holy shit like it's it's been crazy the amount of growth that i've i've had just in my own mind over the past like year like it's been i was like holy shit this is pretty cool so yeah yeah what is uh comparison is the thief of joy mm -hmm. my favorite that's a good What's... quote comparison is the thief i don't know of who joy. said it but you did <laughs> You heard it here first. That's a Jude, that's a Jude original. That's <laughs> yeah, probably like Ben Franklin or some shit. Um, that's funny. <laughs> no, that's a good one though. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is also just a shit time for socialization of any kind. Yeah, it's like the only time in the world where yeah, it's been great. like, I don't know. Like, if you look at like sports, like, when would you? It's ever... not really the only time in the world though. Like, yeah, I guess. Like. Hmm. There's been plagues lots of times. Oh, and, uh, the only time in like the past. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, re in remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a, plagues. Yeah. Lur yeah I lived that. I remember that. The plagues. Oh, man. Black Plague was terrible for us. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, like plagues would come through all the time in the olden days and like people have to isolate. Yeah. I um, think that's a tough thing to like draw because it's like, and I don't want to get too far into this because it could get real, real weird, real quick. But like the whole like, um, like racism thing and stuff like that, where it's like, oh, my ancestors said it. It's like some people are like trying not to like, you know, it's like, you're, and maybe this is a really touchy subject. But it's like we should just end it right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. Yeah, no, I don't know. I won't go too much more into that. But it's just kind of like that same thing. Where it's just like, like it's it's what we're dealing with now, you know. And like, what are, yeah. what are the actions of people now? And it's just like that's it's so frustrating when it's just like. Well, we've we've been through the black plague. It's well, it's like I haven't. Like, no, we haven't. Yeah, yeah. a debt of of guilt and all that. Yeah, like we know the we know the repercussions if you it, because of what had happened in history. So yes, we don't want to 
And that's why we're isolating, and that makes sense. It doesn't mean that it sucks any mm-hmm. less because we went through it. Or yeah. My ancestors, you know. <laughs> no, yeah. I, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, I, I was just going to say that. So was it yesterday, yesterday right? That was uh, St. Patrick's Day? Yeah. Uh, no, two days ago, Wednesday. Two days ago? Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah, Wednesday. Time flies. Um, <laughs> but uh, there was a... I, I went out to take the dog out and uh some people were having like a little it wasn't a party but mm-hmm. it was like a little get together clearly st patrick's day and there was a bunch of people on a deck on a building close to me yeah and they were clearly like they were all yelling and having fun and like probably been drinking and there's a you know there's a group of people on a deck yeah being loud and i was like man Assholes. i want to join them like yeah, yeah. i just i was like Oh, I was like, man, I miss that so much. Like just being loud, just and being outside, and like a group of people. Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, I like I miss that so much. Me too. Even man. though, like, I I never I didn't really miss it that much. Like I I've never been one to party or yeah or really enjoy big crowds. And I feel like for the first like half of this uh, this um, lockdown and and plague that we've been experiencing. Um, I've almost enjoyed it, mm-hmm. or I almost enjoyed it because it was like, oh, I have an excuse to just like chill, chill, and yeah, not do much, yeah. right? And, and and you know, I can get out of anything. And but after a while, you feel it, and you you really miss that group yeah. socialization. Well, everybody's laughing and having fun, right? And it's just like, man, yeah, exactly. The last there's time... there's something there's there's an energy in a group that you can't get from two people, mm-hmm. or even like three, um, even like you know, like. Yeah, that's true. There's an energy really you can only get with like thousands of people, like concerts, mm-hmm. um, and that is really a nice experience. It's it's so um, interesting how the brain can adapt. Like I I almost can't even think of a concert happening again. Like like I just be like, yeah. what? How would that ever be a thing? And the only thing that has stopped that is I have friends in Australia where there's zero cases, and like they like their snap stories or whatever is like. It's like back to normal. It's like, oh, okay, maybe there is like a like. Obviously, they're right. doing that, right? Because I was always thinking, like, man, I don't think I'm ever going to go in a nightclub again. Like, it's disgusting, <laughs> you know. Like, people shoulder to shoulder. Dude, I remember like, going to a, I remember going to a uh, Death from Above 1979 concert yeah. in Vancouver, and, and like, just like jumping up and down with a group of like thousands of people, right? Um, packed so densely together that. You were drenched in other people's sweat, sweat yeah. and spit and, and blood and whatever, and you whatever know, like, else, yeah. like exactly like, like your, your body, you look like you've just come out of a pool because you're yeah. so drenched in, in your own and other people's sweat. <laughs> yeah. Um, your clothes are completely soaked. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like looking at that now, like it was kind of gross at the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was very gross at the time, but like you, you get over it because that's normal it's like there's this energy there's electricity in the in the air that's that's just like so um intoxicating um but like trying to get people to do that now i think is going to be a challenge or actually i wonder yeah you know what i wonder i wonder if it will be and i wonder if people are just craving that so much that that's that's what i thought about australia right like i literally and nothing happened i was like damn that's i could see that happening i think i think and, and it's kind of like the it's it's going to be adapting in both ways, right? We've adapted so quickly to being inside that as soon as we can free up, I think we're just going to adapt right back to where we were, right? Um, and it's just going to like... Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, 
I, I hope so for some things. I, and think I hope you're some right. things don't. I think like, there, there's probably going to be like a subpopulation of people that don't and that are just like, no, people are. I don't know, people that'll just be cranky about it. For the most part, I hope all of the but, um, like industries, like food industries, they keep the same things, like like roughly. Like I don't want them to stop like <laughs> washing their hands, you know, as much and like all that kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. I, at first, I thought there was going to be a huge increase of like sicknesses once this was over because people were going to stop like practicing all that. So like your body's went from like hand sanitizing and washing hands constantly to then just like. It's, it's like, okay, we don't have to do this anymore. And then nobody's doing it. And then all of a sudden, it's just like all of these germs just like kill everybody. <laughs> um, but I'm starting to think that maybe there's been some good habits that have been beaten into some people's heads now. But I also think a lot of the germs are not, not like food poisoning or anything, but like most like human born illnesses um, tend to depend on humans for um, spreading. And yeah, so it's, it's probably going to, I hope. Um, I mean, with the flu, for instance, like there's, it's not like anybody's immune anyway. So mm -hmm. there's a new type anyway. So um, every year, so it's probably going to be like a slow transition back to old normal flu season and yeah, full that's normal colds and stuff. I mean, at least I hope so. I, I'm not an epidemiologist <laughs> or not a whatever yeah, it is. Virology. My uh, dad has COVID. Oh yeah. Yeah, my dad, my, my stepmom. Yeah, they're doing fine. But my, my dad yeah. definitely hit a bit worse. Susan was like chill, right. and then Tanner might have it too. But yeah, I was like, damn, that's that's the I never really I was not knowing anybody, and then being like, oh, dad's got it. That's interesting. That sucks. Yeah, and it was like, like kind of like, oh shit, like like we gotta maybe give him a call and just kind of check up on him, you know? Like, yeah, but, like, Charlie's get... daughter got it, and, and her dad. whole family. Um, oh yeah that's when you were we almost we all got it there <laughs> yeah if she'd come down we would have all got it. um Put it on the news that was kind of that i mean yeah whatever again they're all fine so i think um most people are fine Just yeah get unlucky or you can be an at risk I, I still want the antibody test because what my dad explained to me how he felt was what i felt back Thanks. in march like like last march yeah i was just like dude i i had it 100 percent like there's a girl in my lab that got it, and uh, she broke out in hives. That's because I'd never weird. heard of that. Yeah, interesting. That's obviously a an unique... allergic reaction to something. Hmm. Well, I guess like yeah, generally hives are an allergic reaction, but I guess it could have been a like an immune reaction. Yeah, yeah I guess so. But Body's weird. Pretty crazy. It's just weird. It's weird that it's so different for everyone. Yeah. Well, it's weird too. Like now, like it. This is again maybe crossing to political or whatever, but it's just like there's so many different strains now. It's just like. Like, are we, like, if we, if we just continue to fight this, like COVID or whatever, I think we're just gonna, like, we're never gonna win it because it's just gonna <laughs> hit everybody eventually, I think, you know, like, like, yeah, well, everybody get the vaccination, but then next, like, I hope it's, that's just like, hey, COVID's done. And then like next flu season, it doesn't like start up another thing or something like that, you know? <laughs> just like a recurring thing. It's just another thing we gotta live with. Yeah. Yeah. Like every, every year you're gonna isolate for six months or some shit like that. It's like, oh my God. I don't. I don't think we continually <laughs> isolate every year. I, I, I think um, if that were the case, like if the vaccination didn't work, I mean, they'll probably just like start. They'd be faster to making new vaccines, and it'd yeah. probably just be like the flu again. I think they they just they would be constantly rolling out new vaccines, yeah, and and uh, we just live through it. That's true. Because the, the economy can't really sustainably keep closing down yeah. over and over. Definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, I think one of the problems though is if like if you let it just run rampant and. Yeah, everybody 
um, I think you that's actually a greater risk of creating new strains. Mm -hmm. So there's just like more hosts, there's more um, chances for it to mutate. I also think it's that would be admitting defeat. And that would be one of the scariest things. We're just like, like, okay, we yeah, can't, we can't there do was this. No government's going to. Yeah, exactly. The ones that tried to do that, like Sweden did that, right? They just <laughs> ignored it. And they got murdered, didn't they? For a long time. And well, at first they were doing really, really well. Yeah, and everyone yeah. was like, ah, there's this example of the, and then... the country that ignored it and is doing. And then they got hit really hard. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, I guess not. They're just really lucky. <laughs> wasn't the prime minister just like, I'm sorry, man, I failed. Like, I, I, I'm sorry, guys. Like, yeah. that was on me. I was like, damn, at least I can respect that, I guess. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's very, uh, sure. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully it'll be ending soon. I know. I, I mean, vaccines are rolling out. Wanna, Canada's hella wanna, slow, like, but. Travel just to places and I want to like sit at a table of more than four people. Like here they increase the numbers to 10, like in houses and stuff. So thank God for that. That's like, good. We can have some people over, but it's still, still not sucks the same. Here. Yeah. They just opened up restaurants. Like we, we were on lockdown for a long time. Um, like we couldn't go out to eat. Just delivery only. Um, and yeah, they just opened it now. I think it's like, like most restaurants are like 10 people allowed in. Jesus. Total. That's like, insane. Like, uh, Catherine and I were wanting to go out for dinner the other day and we called like five different places. They were all booked. <laughs> <laughs> people just want to get outside. We just want to go out. Yeah. Exactly. One of the, <laughs> the funniest things. going to McDonald's or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sit in the parking lot. Eat in the car. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Honestly, even that is so, is like I actually look forward to Different. having like just eating out in the car. Yeah, just somewhere that's <laughs> not the couch or the table. Yeah, just get out. One of the funniest things I I found some kind of like laughter in was at the beginning when all the lockdown stuff was happening. You get all these celebrities being like. You guys can do it, like da, da, da. and they're like seeing this like mansion with like a fucking five pools and shit like that. Yeah. You're just like fuck off, like. Or you guys are gonna be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. It like, must be nice. We're all in this together. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're not. Stay home. Stay home. Like, about... My home is like a hundred foot, hundred square feet. Like. <laughs> it's Got your whole entourage <laughs> yeah. living with them. Like. They've... Yeah. It's not been a problem for celebrities. No, exactly. But... Well, um... I think we should probably wrap it up. Yeah, sure. I guess if anything, it's what's good about it is it makes you enjoy the little things. Like yeah, if, if something definitely. can make me look forward to going through a drive-through and eating a burger in a parking lot, that's 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 a that's a plus. I just wonder how long it's gonna last for. You know, because I bet you, I bet you, once it's back to normal, you're gonna be like, I don't even remember that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe it won't at all, but gives you some kind of perspective. Yeah. Well. That's off on Alrighty. the Jude and Ty podcast. Jude and Tyler podcast. Ty. No, fuck. Ty. Fuck. <laughs>